It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Most adults would dump their partner if they didn't like their pet. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. Okay, Kevin, news is brought to you by the Spokane Boat Show. Well, we have some pretty big news in the fact that a show that ran for 26 years on television, from 1988 to 2013, is making a comeback. Hasn't been on TV for eight years, but it will be back. And I'm excited for it because I, I do believe it's a good, important show, but I'm also terrified that America's Most Wanted will oh. be back oh, on televisions in March. Man. Why did that show go away? Yeah, I don't know why it went away. John Jay, Walsh I, still doing like it, they, or he didn't want to do it okay, anymore, maybe? so in place of John Walsh will be Emmy Award-winning journalist Elizabeth Vargas. She will be the new host. That must have been why it went away, right? John Walsh got tired of doing it, or... Well, here's I know the, he passed... No, did he pass? No, he's alive, No, he's right? still alive. Okay, he's still good. alive, because he commented Ooh, sorry, about it. Sorry, John. And he said, capturing dangerous fugitives, bringing justice to victims, and finding missing children is my lifetime's work. I am so excited to hear America's Most Wanted is coming back, and I support its return. Well, good. God bless. Oh, that's awesome. So he, he's down with it. He is just not going to be hosting it. So, yeah, it could just be, I don't know how old he is, but it could just be that he was tired of doing the show. But it is back, and now they say it will be a little little different this time around. Because, he's 75, by the way, Kevin. Yeah, so hopefully he's just like, yeah, I don't want to do the show anymore. Yeah. The new reboot will do the, do the same old, you know, real trying to catch criminals. The the whole <laughs> leveraging the television audience to help yeah. find these bad guys. But the new reboot will have a few things that are different. Uh, they'll use updated technology as well as social media. It will also include augmented reality and 3D life-size avatars and the reenactments of oh, the crimes. Wow. Whoa. Just to make it more terrifying. Right. <laughs> uh, they say they will also have wow. way better depictions and 3D avatars of the perpetrators. So the people we're looking for, we're going to have better idea of what they look like That's, instead of just the old sketches like they used to have. You, uh, you told oh, us geez. one time that show scared you more than anything, right? More than in any other show, any movie. Jay, it's the weirdest thing. I can't. I loved the show and the concept of it because I just think it was so great. And the John Walsh story is a sad one, yes. but yet the fact that he made it his life mission to catch these people and to make sure nobody ever went through what he did of just being a victim that never, you know, found what happened to his son or whatever. It was like a sad story, but I love the fact that they did it and it was cool, but it just was one of those that freaked me out. Like, I just couldn't get it out of my mind that outside my window was that person. Yeah. He's in your yard. He's walking around. Everybody's looking for him, but he's definitely going to be right outside your window. I think that's a normal feeling, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then good night, everybody. Have a good night, Russ. Yeah, yeah and- because cause shows like Criminal Minds really get in my head. Yes. Sure. But the, real, the realism in 2020s, Datelines... And then, of course, America's Most Wanted. The realism in those is just too much for me. 
Yeah. yeah, and I can watch the Dateline most of the time because the story is all wrapped up when they do it, right? Like they That's they get point. through yeah. all of it, and they're like, even though the story is just bizarre, and you're like, wow, this is terrible. Usually, they know the end, and so that makes it the, the America's Most Wanted. You keep waiting for the, and this man was captured last <laughs> Wednesday. No, no, no. He could be in your neighborhood today. Right. If you see this man, <laughs> yes. and then they give the thing, please call authorities. Again, it's important. I'm glad the show is back on TV. I do think it has a place in this world. I just can't watch it in my current setup where I've been watching all TV on my computer only at my desk that I'm at right now where I can reach over. Right here. Listen. Those are my blinds. Yeah. Yeah. So I could just, while watching it, reach over, open my blind to the city. The city's right there. I see the entire city. Yeah. There's the pavilion. That could be right there. What you should Which do- Which would be good, I guess, right? I could just call the cops and they come get them and everything would be happy. But I mean, this is, let me help you out here. Let me give you a little suggestion to get over this. I want you to just, from now on, anytime TC leaves, open your blinds. And go ahead and watch some of the past episodes. No. Just embrace it. I do. I need to, You know what? It's time to man up. Leave the window open, in fact. I need to just watch them and not <laughs> let my mind play tricks on me. I need to try to help find these people. Yes, you do. Thank you, Kev. Yes, Will you be you. watching it? It will be on Fox, by the way. It premieres in March on Fox. You know what, Kev? I will, I will definitely set the DVR for it. I mean, I'm sure I'll stumble across it. I probably won't record it, but if I stumble across it, I will watch it just because it is so intriguing. And, you know, and I am now very interested in the whole okay. Avatar thing. And That is the way to do it. Like with Shark Tank, I've been watching really old episodes of Shark Tank. So then you look at it, like the businesses that are on there. You don't really know what happened to them. You're like, oh, that's interesting. So I could just Google it and then find out. Right, yep. Oh. That business, that's great. That one really made it big, or that one didn't do so well, or whatever. So it's kind of fun. I could do the same thing with this. If I just wait till the episodes are old, <laughs> if then I just watch them, and then be like, oh, what an amazing story. And then I can just Google and find out if the guy was caught. Or that yeah. he's in Spokane. Story number <laughs> two. Well, that man was last seen. By the way, what has that guy been doing, the voice? It wasn't John Walsh who voiced all of it, right? No. Uh, no, that I there feel like the there was a scary big voice. voice well, Kev, I, I actually don't know. I don't remember how that how that ending sounded. I don't either. Yeah, I can't remember if it was John Walsh or not. But whoever did that, hopefully they have someone equally as scary reading that, so that uh, people will know this is a bad person and we need to catch him. Look for it on Fox in March. Uh, now we go to this, uh, Slim. Hopefully you still get a smile on your face when I tell you. It is National Bubble Wrap Day. Hey! I know everybody loves to play with bubble wrap. We all know that. And we uh, learned that if you do wrap someone in bubble wrap and they jump in a pool, they will float. Yes, they will. And one of the top 50 (laughs) sounds, popping bubble wrap. Oh, we had that. Yeah, that's right. Last week you had the uh, list of the top 50 sounds of all time. And bubble wrap made it and deserves it. I think we all enjoy a good bubble wrap pop. Just... So simple, and something that really has not changed in its original design. Uh, from old Mark and Alfred, who first did it in 1956. They did, They first made it by sealing two shower curtains together. 
and they said that created a small air bubble. Oh, I got you. And they then decided that they would make what is today bubble wrap. It's been basically the same since then. And why would you ever change it? It's perfect. And it floats, as Slim found out in his ex-girlfriend's pool. Yes, sir. Okay. It's a good time. I mean, that sounds a little more dramatic than it was. It wasn't like she pushed you in. It was just for fun. We wrapped you up and you floated. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on, shall we? To the Story perfect. number three. I feel like we're help- helpful today when it comes to recipes. We had Jack Ferris on, former KXOY employee. Uh, Slim did say he was a Gonzaga Bulldog. That is true. He went to Gonzaga. I hope nobody was confused thinking he played for them. <laughs> no. Don't think Jack is much of a basketball player, is he? No, but you know, you still get the you still get the he is. moniker. He's a, he's, yeah, he's a bulldog for I mean, sure. Slim's an Eastern Eagle. He is. Although you have, do you have to graduate to be one or how does that work? I think I, don't know. I think I think if you I don't attend think so. it counts. Not for, right? Not in my eyes. Yeah, yeah as attend, long as you went there, yeah. you're you're they good. took my money. I know that. <laughs> then you did, that is fair. If you never right. made a payment, like if you just skipped out on all payments, then I, you know, I don't think you count. But, yep, if they took your money, you're officially an Eastern Eagle. Well, we have we talked recipes with him, a little bit of how to make Top Ramen, and now I would like to give you boys what is known as the perfect scrambled egg, according to a food scientist. Yes, Kevin. Not just a I'm chef. In on this. A food scientist wow. and a chef. So he is both. And I am Alton- very picky and particular about how I cook my scrambled eggs. What do you like most about them, Slim? How do you prefer your scrambled eggs? It has to be, they have to be very yellow, very yellow, no brown or worse. Okay. On the eggs, mm-hmm. yeah. I put a little bit of mil- I I put a little bit of milk in them. Yeah. Salt, mm-hmm. pepper, maybe cheese. Not normally cheese. So let's just go milk, salt, pepper. Very basic. And I whisk and whisk and whisk and whisk until it's really bubbly. Then I have my pan already on medium, just medium, and put those bad boys in there and let them cook for a little bit. Oh, but if they don't look yellow, I don't like to eat them. Do you want them to be a little? Uh, what's little the runny, word? moist. Okay, a little, little moist. Li- yeah, yes, sir. Runny. Yep. Wet. I get wet, wet. is uh, I believe the, the description the yeah. that uh, Judy used the first time I cooked them, and she said, "Ooh, I like my scrambled eggs a little bit, you know, wet." And I said, "Oh, so now I, I make sure I cook them wet." Yeah, too KJ, firm, too dry. I am I am right there with with Judy. I, I like a little a little bit wet on the scrambled. There's eggs. a very fine line there, though. Then there's other people who yeah, like this- them a little bigger and fluffier. <laughs> I mean, right. fine line between healthy and salmonella. Yeah, you get for the sure. you get the a uh, little overly cooked, and then and it's it just is, dry, or you get them undercooked, well, and you feel like it's just they're soggy. It's a, it's a fine line, and it's ten seconds. Oh yeah, man! Yeah, I've done Kevin. it where I've had them perfect, and by the time I've you go grab a the, plate, turn the heat off, and grab the plate, and you come back, and you're like, oh, yeah. oh, offensive. Yep. The yeah, not the key is now. off the heat before they're done, and then you know you can. Well, go. they will tell you that the Real tip for the perfect eggs, according to a food scientist and a chef, is that you cook your eggs with one teaspoon of mayonnaise and one teaspoon of water before scrambling them. Yep, mix it together, put one teaspoon of mayonnaise, one teaspoon of uh, water, and he says, here's the deal, even if you do not like mayonnaise, it doesn't matter. 
You won't taste the mayonnaise. Right. It's just there to give the eggs okay. a silky texture that won't be tasted. Put it on the poll. Do you use mayonnaise in your scrambled eggs? Because I'm guessing that's very rare. But I'm willing to try it. Yeah, I am too. A teaspoon's not a ton. Yeah, not it's at more all. Than I would expect it to be. A teaspoon is a little tiny. Yeah, that's bit. tiny. Yeah. There's no way you're tasting that. And then yeah, a teaspoon of water call. almost seems like a waste. A yeah, teaspoon Kevin, of that's water. That's so true. Yeah. A teaspoon of water is nothing. That's got to be just to help the yeah. mayo like move around uh, a little bit, right? Doesn't that help? Do you think to maybe dilute <laughs> it a little bit? Honestly, a teaspoon of water? Yeah. That doesn't seem like it would do much. But, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, willing, there, it's worth it, a try. I'm willing to they, try it. Did they say anything about temperature to heat them on or anything like that? No, he does not. He, okay. he does not. I think the rest of it is up to your preference, how you want to do them with the cooking. But he says that is how to get the perfect scrambled Also, egg. Slim, sounds like you got to substitute that for the milk. Like, no That's more what milk. I'll, do. Yeah. I'll take the milk out. I'll put the teaspoon of mayonnaise in. And that this weekend, that will be my, my, my test run for my daughter on the scrambled eggs. I'm looking forward to it. That's great. I'm, I'm going to try that at my house, too, without telling my family I'm trying it. Because if I guarantee if I take the mayo out and they see oh, me yeah. putting that in the eggs, to be like, that's disgusting. I'm not eating that. That's such a good call. As soon as someone and, hears you're doing it, they don't want the eggs. No. And I am already doing the classic Kevin James, which is... There is no chance I'm only using a teaspoon. If I do this, it's at least a tablespoon because right. I'm not going to get a teaspoon out right. and dirty it in the mayonnaise. I'll get another spoon out that I might stir the eggs with. I, I like, no, I'll just use the fork, take a scoop, now and you put ruined the mayonnaise it. in. Yep. Now it's now I see. I'm not going to measure a teaspoon. There's no chance. So would one of you please do it right and let me know if that makes <laughs> yeah. it better? And then you let us know how the eyeball measurement is. Yeah, I will. Yeah, that's fair. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Come visit your neighbors. We're waiting for you. Your neighbors in Spokane. Kevin James. Spokane. You love it here. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. All right, listener letter time. Granny is a little snoopy. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. Uh, good morning, guys. I got myself a little situation with my grandmother. I was the first one in my family to have Amazon Prime. And of course, I shared it with my parents and my grandma whenever she wanted to order stuff online. That's been going on for about five years, but during the quarantine, my grandma, who is home alone and obviously bored, has spent a ton more time online and buying a lot of things. But now, she started snooping around on all of my purchases and asking me why I bought this and that. She even went as far as telling me that she thought some of the uh, makeup that I bought was a, a waste. She's my granny. I love her, but it seems so rude to me. Is this one I just have to grin and bear it, or is it time to kick granny off my account? Thanks, Sarah. Okay, 4410999 is the phone number, 4348623. That's our text line. And then, of course, you can comment on our Facebook page. Uh, off the text line, I don't know if the Amazon has this, but if you uh, apparently PlayStation, there's a thing called a child's... Uh, oh, hold on a second. I just lost it on the text line. A child account? I don't know if that's a possibility or if you can, you know, somehow segment your account so that some people can see things and some can't. Well, I'm going to go to our resident account sharer, yes, sir. Sean Timothy Widmer, 
Uh, I believe he is the, uh, the the man who is the master of sharing accounts. Do you have any information on a fix to, for this? I will report to you guys right now on Amazon's purchasing portion of their website. You cannot create different profiles to share amongst people. Now, you can for Prime Video, but that's a completely different deal. Right. But so you for, cannot for the... Okay, because I've looked for it in the past because Coop cannot. had ordered something and I... And it was confusing because then the next time my thing got shipped to him and I was like, oops, oh. what happened there? And I know you can do different addresses. I figured that out. But yeah. I couldn't you, find anywhere where you could put another user. Different addresses, different payments, all that stuff. But you're, you, cannot, you cannot group it where, oh, hey, Kevin has this profile to purchase stuff. Jay has this profile to purchase right. stuff. And you, don't, okay. you can't log into the other person's. If you're using one Amazon Prime for shipping stuff... It's one account. So gotcha. you're rolling the dice. You know what else they see if you're looking up stuff? If you, even if you're just looking up stuff, oh, they that'll show that. up when the other person logs on because it has the thing on Amazon that says recently searched in case you're going back online to, to try to find something in that ballpark. I'll tell you where that's the worst is when it comes to, like, gifts. And you're trying to, you know, you're like, oh, I was looking for something for my son, and then he wanted to get on to get something. My wife many times has said, hey, stay off the Amazon account. I'm looking for gifts in there for Christmas or for whatever it was, so don't get in there. Now, you can go in and you can delete searches like that for okay. that Ooh, exact that's a good reason. idea. Yep. They, they put that, man, was that two Christmases ago, I think? They, they put out that feature. That's smart. And they had, a fun, they had the fun little release where it was, oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, don't search weird things. <laughs> now, Cammie says that I know I'm, with my account, I share it. With my mother-in-law, and I have her as part of the household. She has her mm-hmm. own login and setup. It's mm, just what? under my account. So we can't see what each other orders. Really? You may want to kick her off and do that, give her her new password. Okay, Kev, then I will stand all the way corrected on this because I, I was under the assumption but I've that you couldn't for, do this. I don't, I don't see it, Slim. I, I've looked under my account. I don't find it. But Cammy. Uh, wow. I'm, I'm going to look at Cammie's profile and see if she looks like a liar. Yeah, she looks trustworthy. <laughs> no, she does not. She, she does. looks, oh my gosh, she couldn't, no, this girl's not lying. She looks like she's knowledgeable sure. and trustworthy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Cammie is totally that's trustworthy. Awesome. Uh, uh, some people say you could also move stuff to a different folder, like an archived folder, and she probably wouldn't know how to access that. I mean, that might, might be a possibility. Now, there's some other folks saying, just go crazy and order really, really inappropriate stuff okay. until Grandma decides, I don't want to look anymore. There is that approach. Uh, Grandma definitely needs to not chime in negatively on purchases. Right, and especially, Grandma, here's the thing. If you like snooping, just keep snooping, but keep your mouth shut, right? Because now that yeah. you've said it, she may not keep purchasing things for you to see. She might just buy them somewhere else. Yeah, but it sounds like you're uh, a next episode of Dr. Rick on how to, you know, tell your granny to not not talk to you when you she's snooping through your purchases. I mean, I don't know that that's going to happen, but it's it's okay to have the conversation and say, hey, honestly, yeah. I don't mind sharing, but I don't want you judging my purchases either. Right, and it's like Tabitha said, just because someone is old doesn't give them the right to be rude. You just yeah. need to, you know, talk to grandma about it and tell her that, grandma, come on, I don't look at your purchases. And now, I do think there is an age where you get to be rude. 
It does seem well, that way. I do it? think if you hit not the big nine zero at that 90, point, okay. like all bets are off on anything. You, I was going to say eighty. So you that's can, whoa generosity. Yeah. Maybe there needs to be tiers of this. Where at eighty, it opens it up a little bit, but by ninety, you can just say well, pretty much whatever you want. Now, is there a, is there some sort of like you had to have been a nice person and then you're tired of <sighs> biting so. your tongue for eighty yeah. years, or what if you were just a jerk the whole time? Yeah, that's rough. If you were already a jerk and already said inappropriate and rude things, like it's less. I feel like you should palatable. have to stop doing it. Yeah, it's less okay, palatable because okay. you know what? If you had a filter and you bit your tongue for eighty years, I'm more likely to go, "Man, dude, she, that person's so nice their whole let life. It out. Oh, they yep. just slipped let it up out. a little bit. They're tired yeah. of it. They're but, ninety. It's yes, okay. Yes, my mom is ninety. She doesn't do. Well, nah, no, she doesn't really do that. But but it's one of those that she uses that a lot. Like most conversations will be, like, well, you know, I'm 90. I'm like, yep. Right. Yep. So you can do whatever you want. Like my grandma, Grandma Coral, she's getting close to that age where I'm assuming there will be a Christmas. We go there and everything she's wanted to say, she's just going to say it and look at us like, look, what are you going to do about it? Like the nicest, nicest, sweetest woman, right? The nicest right. lady in the world. My grandmother is an Oh, no. He cut out, right? We were just- his grandmother is an angel, but you know, even angels every once in a while are gonna, you know. It would be hilarious if fire. she just unloaded on Jerry everyone. <laughs> I got a few things to get off my chest. The big ninety-nine nine coyote country. The conversation continues on our Facebook page right now, Jay and Kevin Show. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Hello, I'm Spice Pumpkin Latte Eminem. Kevin James. That looks like an Eminem who is enjoying fall. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. All right, we got Slim back. A little power situation at your house, but you're all good now? I think we're good. Okay, all right. Uh, time to find out what the best part of your weekend was. You can text yours in at 434-8623 on the Hazard Fabworks text line, or you can call 4410-999. What was the best thing from your weekend? What was the best thing from your weekend? Carlene is back, guys. She got out of the hospital this weekend after a total shoulder replacement. You might remember that. She's back home, and she's able to text. So that's good news. It's the best part of her weekend. Slim, what was the best part of yours? Okay, before we dive into my weekend, I want to give two shout-outs. One to Kim, who texted in, and there is a way to get your account with multiple multiple accounts on Amazon. Okay. Kev, I could only figure it out on the app, but Kim sent it and said, go to your account. Okay. And then under account settings, there's a thing that says manage your household, and you can add kids, adults, and you can add it in there. Now, I haven't messed with it all the way yet, but it is there, so I appreciate Kim for that, and that's in response to our listener letter. We had some questions about it, and it looks like Amazon, you can do it. All right, and it sounds like the key might be using it on your phone. Like, do do it with the app, Mm -hmm. because, yeah, I am struggling to find it. Yeah, I do not find it online. It's really easy to find on your phone, though. Slim's right, and if you want to learn more, you know, there's the learn more tab that can kind of tell you about all the things that are underneath that. That that was cool. Second of all, Haley, our our good friend Haley, Slim's Big Adventure three, I think it was, to Pittsburgh. She has tested out Kevin's seven o'clock news story of adding mayonnaise to eggs. Okay. Ooh, excited about this. Follow up. The report is in. It says, well, the eggs are a little fluffier, mm-hmm. I think. 
not a big enough difference to matter. I M O, in my opinion. Okay. I said, do I, was there anything with the taste? And she said, not at all. How, did However, she, did I she... don't think they stick as bad. Oh. Yeah, it was a was pure texture And this was from a story Kevin had to make scrambled eggs. I had a teaspoon of, of water and a teaspoon of mayo, mm-hmm. and it will make them scientifically more perfect. Did she do just, was it one teaspoon for two eggs, Slim, did she say? So she did, because she asked and said, how many teaspoons? And I said, I'm, I'm assuming... And we, you know what happens, with, especially when I assume. Yes, your power I goes said, out. I said, I'm guessing one teaspoon, one teaspoon per egg. Oh, okay. Because I can't imagine if you're making seven eggs, one teaspoon <laughs> in seven eggs enough. is going to yeah, be cut. Yeah, you need more mayonnaise. Right. So I'm assuming that story, KJ, was one teaspoon per egg. Let's agree with that. Yeah. It, it didn't give me the details, but I'll just say yes. I like it. Okay, well, there you go. Not for sure if it's worth it, but def- I think worth trying but then you, you make up your own mind. Yeah, for sure. All right, I've Slim, been, what do you got for us? Best part of my weekend. What was the best thing from your weekend? What was it? What was the best thing from your weekend? I'm going to give a shout-out to my buddy who has put together a fun activity once a month, once every two months. I think I mentioned it the last time we did it. We did our growler night again, and he set up his garage with his big TV in the garage to view the Gonzaga game and then went around town during the afternoon and we go to a bunch of different local breweries and fill up a growler at each place so you can try to support a local brewery take the growlers to his house he's got the garage set up perfectly and you get a mix and mingle with the Jingle Bell swing and drink (laughs) your growlers and watch commercials because commercials are better than the game oh wow I will just say, uh, to piggyback on that, that was kind of what mine was, too. My kids had their normal group over, and they we watched the GU game and the fight after that, the Conor McGregor fight. And so that was very fun. And I will say this, though. There's a big difference between, like, a teenage, like teenage boys and... Well, let's just say my wife, because my wife was like, what do we want to have for dinner while everybody's over here? She's asking my sons. And like, my wife's like, hey, we could do some chili dogs or, or whatever. And my youngest son goes, well, let's do pizza. And my wife said, we just had pizza. Like last weekend, yeah, we had right. pizza for your birthday. And he goes, that was all the way last weekend. Where my wife's <laughs> mind was, that was last weekend. And his mind was, that was last weekend. We could have had it three more times Completely since Completely different. Yeah. yeah. And why, you could have had pizza last night, and I still want pizza tonight. He's like, what are you talking about? It's Saturday. If we would have had it Thursday, it would be a long time. Yeah. Guess what we had? Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> we can never have too much when you're a teenager. It's an easy answer. <laughs> it is actually You just easy. can't go yeah. wrong. Kevin, what was the best part of your weekend? Uh, well, it kind of also piggybacks on Slim, and I was laying there, just laying on the bed, chilling. Judy was there. And I was chatting with her, and my phone rings, and I'm like, Slim, this must be a mistake. And it's just always the best part of my weekend when I get a phone call from Slim with something random where he says, KJ, and I could tell, this must have been during the growler night, wasn't it? (laughs) Yes, it was. Yeah, I could tell. Uh, (laughs) Yes, it was. You were having a lot of fun, I could tell, and I could hear some uh, gentleman in the background, and I thought, oh, he's having a good time. And it was the same question he always asked me, once a year, guaranteed, Every when time. he's with buddies. KJ, 
What was the name of the bar downtown that's the comedy club now before it was... It was no uh, Big City. What was it before Ooh. that? And I'm like, okay, it was. And as I'm getting ready to say, Trick Shot Dixies, oh, he says... Yes. Trick shot, Dixies. I just had to call you. Now I remember it. That's, yeah, it was that moment where I called you. I'm going to ask you, and our buddy Josh goes, oh, I remember now. And I'm thinking, well, I'm on the phone now. Let Kevin yeah. get the credit for this. Right. Bye. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was, it but was fun. Kev, you are the Wikipedia for me. For that corner bar, you have got its history from when it opened until now. You will never forget all of the different places it was. It is amazing to me. He's been it's, my Wikipedia for decades. Unfortunately, the Wikipedia is not being updated as frequently as Kevin gets that older. Is, that is for sure. <laughs> it makes it a little more difficult for me. Well, I need donations. Me. I like Wikipedia. <laughs> Just a dollar from everybody, and I'll keep it going. <laughs>